This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson, and it's a Wednesday here in Pittsburgh. The Steelers getting back on the practice field today. Unfortunately, practice was closed today since it was indoors, so right. I could not attend. Um, it's an NFL rule, folks. I mean, it's just... If they're which, indoors, I we're not allowed to watch. Which boggles my mind. Which we usually are. It's a COVID rule, but uh, usually right, it right, doesn't right. matter where they are, we're allowed to watch. But this year, because of uh, the COVID <laughs> rules... And they go inside. We're not allowed in, in this massive. I would say I'm I'm not a air, doctor or anything airplane hanger, light, but <laughs> I spent a lot of time in that indoor, and it might as well be outdoors. It's just yeah. a giant, you know, huge ceiling, lots of open air. It holds, a, it holds a football field and more with and, with right, space right. To, to spare. Yep. So and people kick and punt in there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so yeah. The ceiling you is you know very high, and they have these huge garage doors that are open, and you know, but yeah. whatever. Um, so today, uh, Dan Moore practicing in full today. Good, good. Uh, so I would assume that if that's the case, then he plays at left tackle mm-hmm. um, because he's been the starting left tackle all I mean, year. He is the starting left tackle, yeah. folks. I mean, if you haven't gotten that through everyone's head at this point, I mean, maybe early in the season he wasn't you know, in stone, but it's not. We're going to bump Chooks to the left and put Banner at right, then Moore's the left tackle. Yeah, Zach Banner has not played this year more because of what Dan Moore has done right. than that's anything else. Right, right. He's our left tackle. We're going to keep him there, and that's not just a move for the future. He's our best bet now, and as Roethlisberger said, probably going forward. Yeah. Like, I and mean, Korofor has been fine. If Korofor opened this season, is everybody's favorite, oh, he's terrible, he's yeah, awful, he's this, that. he's that. He's an average starting tackle yeah, in the I mean, NFL. I agree, and I'd consider bringing him back. I mean, yeah. is that the best bookends you've ever seen? No, but they're only going to get better. Right, it's they're both. Terrible, right? I mean, they're both. Core for his two years of starting experience under his belt. Mm-hmm. Dan Moore now has one. He's played fifteen games. Or something. You guys are going to continue to get better. And oh, by the way, um, I, I saw something today. Um, somebody said that uh, are there any Steelers offensive linemen that would start for any other team in the league? Oh wow. People need to look at watch more football. Boy, I could come. I mean, I'm not saying the Steelers are not a bottom ten line. Right. But all those guys would start somewhere except for maybe center. Yes. I mean, would start somewhere. And I'm not saying the Steelers are the 32nd worst center in the league, but maybe the Texans center or Dolphins center wouldn't be benefited by adding the Steeler guys at this point. But Trey Turner's starting on 15 lines. At least, More, yeah. more than yeah. that, you know. I think Moore and Chooks are starting on 10 easily. And... Uh, Dotson, I think, starts on twenty-five. Right. <laughs> you know Other I mean? than that, yeah, yeah, right. you know, know. yeah. I mean, I think he starts on time. Need to watch more football. If you th- if you think the Steelers' offensive line was the worst in the league, ooh, Miami's is really Miami's hard to watch. is horrendous. Giants really hard to watch. Texans really bad. I'm not saying this one wasn't hard to watch, but right. But again, I, I think. They're not solo, the only one that's bad out there, as people tend to... Uh, I also think, that you know, until they were they were gaining 
traction uh, from the Green Bay game on until Dotson got hurt. Mm Mm-hmm. And then once Dotson got hurt, they they were they were rotating that left guard spot was a different guy every week. Yeah. What, what's the thoughts on him? I, I was thinking he'd be back by now. No, they have until tomorrow to activate okay. him. Uh, I don't think he's coming back. Really? Um, you know, it's just it's a high ankle sprain. Yeah. You know. human being. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I get it. I just was hoping to get one more game or a couple more games of him. Would have been nice and, and you know to get him that experience in the playoffs mm-hmm. and those kind of things. And he, he's a better player than the glue. Yeah, he's not that I mean, Leglu is their best lineman. Yeah, Leglu has been fine. He's a find. Mm-hmm. Um, he'll have a ten-year NFL career. Now you will now. He's um, put enough tape yeah. out there. That's how they're, they're like backup quarterbacks too. Oh yeah. So, I mean, it, there's which goes to the point of there's a lot of bad lines out there. I mean, there is a, such a shortage of serviceable, not starters, guys I can win a game with and not embarrass themselves out there. The Joe Hags. Yeah. The Blue's going to have a Joe Hag career. Yeah. You know, whether it's here or somewhere else. Not that else. there's anything wrong with that because there's a, there's a shortage of offensive linemen across the NFL. Right. There seems to be this narrative uh, that somehow the Steelers dropped the ball in the offseason with this right. offensive line. Yeah, I know. And you didn't have money in the in the spring. People forget that part. You know, like this is the second they were time six million, they had six million dollars in available cap space. Yeah, going into free agency last year, <laughs> right. six million dollars. <laughs> right, and you had to pay your rookie class out of that. You had to pay your rookie class. Out of that. Was the Castro on the team at that point? The too? Castro was on the team at that right, point. Right, right. And um, they Turner didn't. Wasn't. Yeah, they didn't get money until the Castro retired. W- I mean, was yeah, was released. Well, go, right. Then they got. Then they had a bunch of caps. They had to. They had to read. Uh, they had to adjust Ben Roethlisberger's contract. Just to have the money to be able to make some minor moves in free agency mm-hmm. to bring in the Joe Hags and, and guys, Ingrams that, yeah. And, yeah, Ingram Turner's was Ingram was after that, those were, were after, those, two those were the Castro moves. Those were post. Those were money moves. that they that right, was with right, the money right, that right. they had available from the Castro. We found a little bit of some yeah. change between the cushions. Before you know, right? that, they weren't going to be major players on the free agent market. They were up against the cap as as badly as any team in the league. I'd say, I mean, not to contradict you, but the the Eagles and Saints got hit the hardest by right. COVID. And the Steelers were third, and I'm not even sure who was fourth. I mean, they were close. Those three those were in the right, yeah. In charms of just, uh, got to do anything, scratch anything we can, just to kind of field some sort of unit, let alone improve. So this narrative that they could have gone out and signed, a, you know, offensive linemen on the free agent market, I know it's it's completely and utterly false. I'm sure you've heard this too, because they've played the Chiefs twice. They're about to play them twice in a month, basically. Well, the Chiefs have an all-new offensive line. Why isn't the Steelers as good as theirs? <laughs> well, to their credit, they found Trey Smith in the fifth round. Anyone could have done that good. I mean, it's kind of like the Steelers finding Dotson right. in that area. You know, good. Okay, that's a nice pickup. Right tackle's been a problem for them. They got a star in Humphrey. Now, if you want to fight about should they have taken Humphrey over Najee or Fryermuth, I get it. I mean, I guess that's a conversation, but there's some Monday morning quarterback going on there. Right. Joe Creed Tooney. Humphrey was not considered the number one He's not center prospect in the this The kid class. coming out of Iowa this year, no. or Pouncey when he came no. out. I mean, no one thought he was going to be a first-round pick. I mean, we, I mean, we liked him. Yeah, we liked like him, lot, and right? like, okay, but I didn't see where he was head and shoulders above sure. the other guys. And you'd be without Fryermuth or Harris, and you'd be complaining Who about Who scored a bunch else. of touchdowns. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. And Joe Thune is the highest-paid guard in the league. Like, yeah. That is not The Steelers were not going to be able to afford that. At all, and he's been really good. And where would the Steelers be if they gave up a first-round pick, gobs of money for Orlando Brown? You know, I mean, and that's their that's their offensive line, left to right. Yeah. You know, the right. To, and the other thing about the Chiefs, I, I just was fiddling with this today. Really, right guard to left tackle 
they've missed like no time. All those guys, there, there's five guys on the offense that have played over 1,100 snaps for the Chiefs, and and they you know the offense as a whole has played like 1,200. It's Mahomes and those four linemen. You know those guys have been rocks. They have been they are on their fifth left guard. Yeah. The right tackle's been two guys. You know swapping out at like 500 snaps apiece, but they've also been very lucky with that. They have. You can't compare the two situations. You, you really can't. Um, I'll also say that you know Trey Smith is is, is yeah he's a fine nice, right right six holding penalties this year does he he's not a superstar he's, he's a work in progress right, right. yeah um, the you other know, note on him if he was if he was with the Steelers right now would he be starting yes yeah would would, would people be complaining about him yes it wouldn't <laughs> be like all of a sudden the Steelers offensive line's light years better right. either and the other thing about him and I wish him no ill will but. He failed a lot of medicals, yes. so he may two years from now you're not even be talking about him. And I'm not even sure what his ailments are, but they're they they were. It's a, it was a heart issue. You know yeah. I think it's more of a disease. It's not a, an injury that healed. He may itself. not be long for the league. Exactly, exactly. Uh, Creed Humphrey had four holding penalties this year. Mm. I'm not sure. Like people who say, "Oh, he's the highest graded center in the that's league this year." Football focus. That's nonsense, yeah, right? that's nonsense. I really think he's good. I like him. A I think lot. he's a. I yeah. think he's a f- very solid prospect. Yep. We the, talked him up like the, crazy. The people that, saying but... that he's the number one center in the league. Oh, no. I mean, to me, I mean, he's not a, like a Kelsey level. No, really. he's not Corey Lindsley. He's right, not. Right, right, you know, there's guys, there's right. some established veteran guys. Sure, sure. The point being, Mahomes makes those guys look a lot better than what they are. times a million. And oh, who are they? Fa- uh, what kind of defensive style are they facing every week? Are they ever ever seeing a loaded box? Oh right, right, right. Ever You're about the run game? Ever too? Right? Never. It's You're funny. never putting eight guys in a box against the Chiefs. Nobody is. Nobody is. They could be in thir- in third and inches, and you're not putting you're not putting yeah. eight guys in a box. That brings me to something too. I dug up today is the Chiefs ball carriers. You know, have the worst yards after contact in the league. I actually I, I sent you that stat last night. Oh, that they, was from you. Okay. They, yeah. they have this year. Najee Harris has twenty nine. Broken tackles this season. Okay, you're talking. Okay, we looked at it different angles. Yeah. Mine was rushing yards. Yours yeah. was broken tackles. Right? The Chiefs as a team have twelve. Mm-hmm. As a, their whole team, including Mahomes, and you know they have a run. They have a quarterback that runs, and that's every ball carrier has created the least amount of yardage after they've been touched by a fingernail or right. getting drilled or whatever. They you know. I mean, <laughs> it's a very very different situation. They're different styles. It's different. You ha- you have to take that kind of stuff into into account. Mm-hmm. How many how many loaded boxes do they never 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 nobody's nobody's putting eight or nine in the box against the oh, Chiefs. Begging them to run. Yeah, you're you're, you're playing you're playing you know seven mm-hmm. sometimes eight in you know in coverage. They're always a two high shell against those guys. Yeah. I mean third and one is probably a, th- a two high shell against those guys. And Mahomes, as we talked about this yesterday, Mahomes is air, you know a dot is average depth of target. Is down, but it's for a much different reason than Ben's down. Right, right. <laughs> you know, yeah. just, and I don't think either one of our, of us are implying this, but if you put Mahomes behind the Steelers' 2021 offensive line, you'd say it's an average offensive line. I believe that to no end, and I also think it's an optimistic view for next year. They're not going to have a Mahomes-level quarterback next year. I'm not saying that, but – Sacks and O line play are a massive reflection on the guy that touches the ball every every day. Every Without play a doubt, too, you know, Without you a know. doubt. So. And, and sometimes the the play calling as well. I mean, I yeah. I, I think about that ridiculous fourth down or uh, fourth quarter play that the Steelers were running against the Chiefs down thirty points. Mm. 
in the fourth quarter, and and there was like a double reverse fake play action <laughs> thing. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it's the storage. Yeah, no chance. Yeah, you have no and chance. And Roethlisberger's right? hit before he can even turn his back around yeah, again. Like absolutely, you gotta you gotta pick your spots with stuff like that. And running that something like that when you're down thirty points, mm-hmm. and you, and they know you're gonna try to throw it, but they're just run. They're just running upfield. Yeah, yeah. They're just know. coming to crush whatever you do. Yeah. And if it's gonna be a long developing play, forget about luck it. With that, yeah. And the other thing too, and again, I'm not picking on Ben. I just think we know where he is in his career. But he's at the bottom of the league in terms of throwing ahead of the sticks, you know. Yeah. And every defense in the world knows it, you know. Like they don't attack enough blades of grass to get people out of the the blocking area for these offensive linemen. Yeah, um, so I think no matter what, the line will look a lot better next year. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I, you know, again, I so I the offensive line stuff to get us back to where we started with this. Mm-hmm. They didn't have we were the talking about the injury report. I think way back. When. Yeah, they didn't have the money. Until after DeCastro was gone, and that wasn't like Daddy Warbucks came out of the sky. Either, right, they you know? created I mean, a, they created little... some cap space. That's when they and signed. You needed a right guard. Yeah, that's when they signed Trey Turner. Mm-hmm. That's when they then it to start a training camp added Melvin Ingram. Right, 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 right. Um, people are saying, well, and they, they got those guys on the cheap. They were yeah, fortunate they were around. For they're what still they got. sitting on eleven million dollars in cap space. Well, they're still sitting on eleven million dollars in cap space because they restructured Stefan Tuitt's contract because they knew he wasn't going to play this year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's push a, that the money into next year. Story too. So well, when they go sign a eight to ten million dollar a year center, you'll be happy they sat on this eleven million dollars, right? You know, what because I mean? that carries over. You can carry that into next mm-hmm. year, and they they will use it. And it, frankly, the I guess the original conversation was be careful criticizing because they didn't have any cards in their hand. If you want to criticize them after this off season, okay. You know, I mean, that's fair. I mean, they've prepared for this offseason. They're getting a lot of guys off the books, and they weathered a storm this year and unbelievably ended up in the playoffs. Made the playoffs. (laughs) Right. I mean, you could be sitting there. I'm sure they're saying the same thing in in Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. We were in the worst cap space in, in, you know. Definitely New Orleans. Yeah. I mean, you know, we made the playoffs. Right. Two of those teams go to the playoffs, and one was one game away. And you had to. Two of those coaches won a lot of games. You had to blow some stuff up to get there. Massively. Yeah. And then the Saints get killed with injuries, and, you know, as all teams do, you know, theirs was worse than most, and, you know, so and the Eagles found some things out. They also played a much easier schedule than the Steelers right. do. Right. If you, you know, the Steelers had played the Eagles' schedule. They had won a game or two more. Right. You know, right. So, But, but, but Philly's sitting there going, we thought we were going to have a really rough year, but we have three first-round picks this year, too, <laughs> you know. And maybe we have a young Thanks, quarterback. Colts. Yeah, so good stuff. No, that worked out well for them, too. Yeah, so, uh, you know, I— to to say that the Steelers should have done more to address the line, I don't. I, I, where would you be without Najee Harris? Mm-hmm. Where would you be without Fryermuth? Yeah. I sent you this stat last night as well. The Kansas City Chiefs have had 18 different players score touchdowns for them. Yeah. The Steelers have had nine. I, I thought that was really interesting, too. I mean, and, and to two a... of those are the guys that you got in the draft. Oh, yeah. Right, it, right, or, right. Who scored the most touchdowns. It, yeah. it's, it's Harris. It's... It's uh, Deontay Johnson and Fryermuth. Mm-hmm. Those are your top three touchdown scorers. Even like Claypool's not, you know, yeah, two. You know, Cloud's playing a ton, but he's not getting in the end zone. <laughs> no. but, you know, there's a lot of ones on that nine list too. Yeah, I wonder. Maybe it's something I'll look at in the off season. Is is eighteen near the top of the league? I would. I would have to nine say nine so. has to be near the bottom of the league. Right. You know what I mean? I mean they, the Chiefs have five, four prominent running backs they've used, a stud tight end. 
five or six, you know, receivers. They've all played serious snaps. Multiple tight know? ends. That, right. You know. And they score more touchdowns than most teams to begin with. Right. You know. I mean, they, I think they, have, they were like 53 total touchdowns. Yeah. Obviously, the, the Buccaneers have scored more than that. The Bucs would probably be the other team that you would look at Yeah. in terms of how many they different might have guys. They tight ends. Now that, you know, the four net injuries, I bet they have five or six or four receivers. Yeah. yeah. Right, right, right. Brady. Yeah. You know, right, right, right. I mean, the fact that you, you have a, a, a low number of, of players who scored for you means that you were probably pretty reasonably healthy with your skill position players. Yeah, you all didn't... the Juju's missed. Well, there's no doubt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and they could certainly use him oh, this yeah. week. I mean, that would... People wondering why – I'm just going all over the place here. Yeah, it's all right. People wondering why Ray Ray McLeod is getting the targets that he's getting. Those would I have know been, why. I those would have like been it. juju targets, yes. first of all. Right. Um, and secondly, because teams are playing more – I, I saw it a lot from the Ravens where they would have a safety deep. The other safety was at the line of scrimmage. Mm-hmm. And then right before the ball snapped, that, that safety's bailing Getting hard yeah. to get over top. Because I'm like, oh, hey, Deontay has single coverage here. Mm-hmm. And then he didn't. I mean, the world <laughs> knows Deontay's the one, yeah. for one thing. Claypool hasn't stepped up to be a big time two. I still think that's in the cards, possibly though. And frankly, I think he's been a little better the last couple of weeks as well, and seems to be out of the doghouse a little more. I think and some of that was usage too, with with what they were an injury there for what they were throwing him. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was the injury. But you know, a lot of the stuff down the field with him it has been jump balls. It's all been the same stuff. Yeah, you know, right. There's nothing where they're trying to hit him down the sideline in. You, know, you don't even see him run a deep post or right. a crosser. Or, Nothing you know, like or that. It's that, all, right. you know, we're gonna I'm going to throw the ball to this spot, and you're going to go jump over Outside top of the, the guy. numbers on yeah. the right side, yeah. I mean, again, you're 100% right. Juju would negate the Ray Ray stuff, which yeah. is kind of fun to say. Ray Ray, wouldn't be, Ray Ray wouldn't be getting any snaps if right. Juju Smith-Schuster's healthy. I don't know this, but it's a hunch in a Switzer-like manner, but I think Ben likes Ray Ray. Well, I think and he's a, nothing wrong with He's that. a man-beater. Roethlisberger said that like, yeah. like his speed is something mm-hmm. that if the other team's in man, he's going to probably beat the guy yeah. opposite him in the slot. And the other thing, too, is he's a, if the ball is going to come out as fast as it does here, it needs to be somebody with a quickness to him. You know, he's not a long – Mike Evans wouldn't work well here, which right. is why Claypool isn't. You know what I mean? Like they're longer developing route runners, and – Frankly, and James Washington hasn't really stepped up either. And I also thought Claypool, we talked about this a lot, would be more of a force from the slot. But they need a quick guy in the slot because the ball doesn't come out so quick. Right. I mean, there's a ripple effect. And then there's been probably four or five games this year, too, where I think the plan wasn't for Ray Ray to play 50 or 55 snaps. And then somebody gets hurt, and before you know it, he's yeah. out there, and he's always going to have a helmet because he's a good returner. Right. He's, you know, he's right, always you know? going to be active because he's your return guy. Yep. I mean, in the end, if I did a Steeler synopsis for the season, one of my negatives was too much Ray Ray on offense. Oh, I don't disagree. And, but a lot of it's circumstantial, and you know, it's, just, it's the way it works. But yeah. I, I don't. I, I still think the opponent is happy when he's out there. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Although he made a couple of big plays mm-hmm. against the Ravens. There's, I mean, you can't no, take no. away from him. And he's a free agent after the year too. I mean, I bet he's back. I'd still like to do better than that. I, I, yeah. I would want him as my five, who's active on game day, who's a really good returner. Yeah. I like him more and more as a returner than I did yeah. a year ago. No, no, he's, got, he's got some juice there and, yeah, and yeah. Is, is held onto the ball per, for the most part. And mm-hmm. That's all part of it. But you may also draft a guy. Yeah. That, he's not hard to replace. No, you, yeah, can, right, right. you can find that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I'd like a more true slot, juju or not. I mean, 
the Renfro types. And yeah, those guys are those are guys that you can get in the sixth round. Yeah, yeah. You know? Real good ones in the fourth. Yeah. You know, right. Especially this team's ability to find receivers. Yeah. So it, it'll be interesting. The whole um, receiver world. I, mean, I know we're not talking about offseason stuff, but they only got two dudes next year, guys. You know, like. Right. They're, they're, there's a lot of receiver work that needs done before opening day next year. Um, I was also asked in, in a chat this week, why hasn't, or why are Claypool's touchdowns down so much? Mm-hmm. Well, he had last year. They were a little inflated last year, too. It was extremely inflated. Right. I mean, it's a hard thing to keep up with. He had 20 red zone targets last year. Did he? Okay. He has 13 this year. Okay. What did he end up with? Like 12 touchdowns, 11 touchdowns? He had 11. Well, he had nine receiving touchdowns and two rushing. Last year. Okay. Last year. Mm-hmm. And so some were long. They weren't all from the right. red zone, but still, right. But the more red zone targets you get, the more touchdowns you get. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just how it works. Deontay Johnson led the team with 27 red zone targets this year. Okay. Uh, I bet Fryermuth hurt a little Friar bit. Fryermuth was 18. He yeah. is a red zone demon. Najee Harris had 14 red zone yeah, targets. That makes sense. And then Claypool was fourth. So it makes Part some... of it's because other guys were yeah. good, especially the two rookies. Yeah, and they, they, weren't they demanded the targets. Last year, Claypool led the team with 20 red zone targets. Mm-hmm. Uh, Smith Juju was, nine, was second with 19. Eric Ebron had 19. Okay. Deontay Johnson had 14. So Deontay Johnson doubled his red doubled. zone targets this year. Yeah, and I could see that. I mean... Short, confined route running, I think, has gotten better for him. You yeah, know, he's not a, a physical marvel. You don't have to be big necessarily. I mean, he's more of a Devonte Adams scorer now. Yeah, you know, in, in the the, the, the quick stuff, the, right, right, the, right. You know, triple moves. Yeah, you know, right. Things, that things of, of that nature. I mean, I, I'll go back to the the move that he put is like a flag route. I, I think it was against the Ravens the first mm-hmm. time. Where he starts to to show the the crosser, yeah, puts his foot in the ground and is going it's the other way, away, and yeah. You know, he catches a touchdown, and there's nobody within 10 yards of him because mm-hmm. that guy, the other guy's yeah, yeah. momentum still going the other way. <laughs> yeah, his jocks the other, on the goalpost. And the other thing, too, about touchdowns, and anyone that's done anything with fantasy should know this, they always regress to the mean. You know, I mean, like, and regression is either good or bad. It's not like, oh, they always go down. Next year, he's going to be a prime candidate for regression, he'll, positive yeah. regression. You'll look at it, he'll, he'll probably be at six or seven. Yeah, right, right, right. And then you'll say, well, he's right in the middle. Exactly, <laughs> right, right. Over three years, he averages. Over, over three years, so have 24 of them or something like yeah. that. Okay. There was one high, one low, and one, you know, the porridge is just right. Yeah. The the, the book on him has not been written. No, I hope it, not. Yeah. I mean, I, they should hope not, and I, and I very much believe it's not. Yeah, I, I think so, but... Uh, that's the uh, you know the Steelers uh, situation um, injury wise and otherwise. Uh, Is that any other injury news of note today? No, that was it. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. So Mar- Millette was uh, a partial participant, mm. uh, which is a good sign for him coming through the uh, concussion protocol. Oh, Spillane was the one I wanted to ask about. He was full participant. He's back at it. Yeah. Okay. Because we were asking, talking yesterday, how do you think the ILB, you know, snap count usage gets divvied out? I think he's the one. Looks, I mean, the way they used him in the last game. Now, that, again, that was with with Schobert and Bush coming back off the COVID list. And the Ravens are a very unique and a different right. style of of play. I, I reference Greg Cosell all the time, and I've heard him say thirty times over the last two years. Yeah, but last week was the Ravens. Or you don't you, when when you do all the analysis, throw that one out. Yeah, because it's like playing the 49ers. Different. Yeah, they just prepare you know, differently. There, there are that teams team. that you prep you prep differently against. Mm-hmm. Without question, you know, and you know, if you're going to get a, a go against a run heavy team like that, then you probably want Splane out there, mm-hmm. and just all the stuff they throw at you in the run game too, especially yeah. when Lamar's there. But I, I could see him going back to Schobert and Bush this week. Yeah, I mean they run better. Yeah, yeah. I, I again, 
I here the problem is, is I don't know that there's a right answer. I think I think they would tell you we don't have a right answer. You know, the, yeah. this guy does this. You know, Bush runs well, but he doesn't read things well, and he's you know, uh, you know all, all their strengths and weaknesses. None of them are where they want any of them to be. To be right. honest with you, you know, I mean they're searching and hoping one of them steps up, and they haven't. Yeah. Or there would be a one. And pro, I mean Spillane is probably the most consistent you know what he you know what he is you know what his limitations are but he's not gonna highest floor lowest ceiling yeah yeah he is what he is he's probably a number three right for the rest of his career nothing wrong with that that's fine you know um but you need a one you need a one and they don't have a two yeah (laughs) they have three three and you play two (laughs) yeah right 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 so anyways we're gonna take a break he is matt williamson i'm dale lolly you're listening to the drive here on steelers nation radio when we come back, we'll continue uh, breaking down uh, Steelers Chiefs. Maybe we'll start taking a look at some of the other games that are going to take place this yeah, weekend as well. We'll we will do that right after this.